Hello, and welcome to the Wild Heart Meditation Center podcast. We release these episodes every week on Wednesday mornings, and the best way to support us is by clicking subscribe and taking a moment to rate the podcast wherever you are listening. If you'd like to support our efforts to keep the nonprofit Meditation Center open in Nashville, you can donate via Venmo by sending your donation to at Wild Heart Nashville, or you can make a donation through our website, wildheartmeditationcenter.org, by clicking the Donate tab. Peace and love. Hope you enjoy. good friend providing a microphone for me got a theme may you be at ease may you be at peace may you be kind and gentle with yourself may you be filled with loving kindness all these lovely phrases sometimes it's a lot easier to start with a friend right we start to discover and uncover what this loving kindness may be And then we take that same sentiment or the essence that Andrew's talking about, and now I want to step it up a little bit and take on a challenge and turning that loving kindness in towards ourselves. That same quality of friendship, but befriending ourselves. And if you're anything like me, that may be somewhat of a challenge. And that's where we get to this place of spending the whole weekend, like I said, to discover and uncover maybe what this loving kindness is. That we discover what love is. And we uncover that it's been here all along. It's like I lose my keys sometimes. I look everywhere for it. And then what do I discover? They've been there all along. And how many times we chase the whole world for this sense of well-being, this sense of ease, this sense of peace, this sense of love, and then we come to retreat, open our hearts up and go, oh, it's been here all along. Because I think like there's a sense of confusion, even like in our external world, that the world can be quite transactional. In order to get this, I have to give that. And then we have this sense of worth and what's my worth. And we uh, may not feel worthy of love. But that's the beautiful thing about true, genuine loving kindness. It's not transactional. So even if you're worthless, you're worthy of love. I can't be the only one that feels like they're worthless, right? Good thing. I'm still worthy of love. So there's nothing to, to prove. There's nothing to achieve. There's nowhere to go and there's nothing to do. It's actually all of that proving and achieving that gets us estranged from our own hearts. And While meditation may be work, I think we're discovering what the true work is. 
that sometimes I get very obsessive about the dukkha, about the suffering. I've spent years of my meditation in some sort of internal exorcism of my inner demons. And then I meet this wonderful woman, the Venerable Paniwadi, and is like, what are you doing? She's like, why are you spending time rolling around in your own shit? Meditation is a pleasant abiding here and now. That's what she will tell me over and over again. Meditation is a pleasant abiding here and now. So how do we find that pleasant abiding? Finding that beautiful home within us that has a safety and a refuge. Well, it's here and now. And the more we can come here and now, the more we can find that sweetness of this pleasant abiding that is a refuge. Because normally we think when we want to achieve something, it's from, typically we're used to from going here to there. But in this practice, we want to go from there to here. Because for me, This love is all about connection. And the more we can connect with the here and now, the more we discover that love. And then when we talk about friendship, you know, talk about the synonyms, what does friendship mean to you? A lot of that is about connection. I feel connected with my friends. I feel like I belong. I hear a song I love. I really connect with that song. I connect with that, those lyrics and I feel connected. So when we try to discover love in this transactional way from achieving by going somewhere, we're getting further and further from the connection of here and now. So, you know, I'm used to like seeing those like movies of like some talented young musician. They'll be like, you'll go far, kid. Don't go far. Don't go far in this practice. And what I want to focus on here is uh, inclining the mind to find this pleasant refuge here and now. That we can use loving kindness towards ourselves as a way to concentrate the mind to find a a refuge from the, the poisons, the things that take us away, the things that cause the stress, the things that cause the suffering. And... The Buddha made it very clear that there are certain thoughts that are just no good, that are, don't lead to anything helpful. And then the, the sutta, the uh, sutta on two types of thought, Majjhima Nikaya 16, what he described on what he did to discern certain thoughts from others before his awakening, he said, I put my mind in two categories. On one side, I put thoughts of greed, of ill will, of harmfulness on one side. And then on the other side, I put thoughts of loving kindness, mercy, and renunciation on the other. And using this method of discernment on what path to follow when a thought arises in our experience. So on one end, that thoughts of craving arise, this greed thought arises. These thoughts that, that have us grasping for something that isn't here that my sense of well-being is reliant on this thing being here, but it's not here right now. We obsess over the thing that isn't here right now. And our mind gets fixated on that. And we can come to a place of understanding 
if that's what we're doing on this retreat, you're going to have a crappy retreat. So these thoughts that he put on one side as what we'd call unwholesome or unhelpful thoughts, it's not that they're sinful. It's just they lead to a lot of stress and suffering and bad news. It leads to a lot of hurt. And these thoughts of, of hatred and ill will that something's in my experience and I need to get rid of it, the pushing out of experience, the obsessing of defeating unpleasant experience, these thoughts are not helpful. And I say this in a, in a like, almost like a serious way, and I'll get to the delight later, but the serious way that I, I know plenty of people that died from their thoughts, right? And I know I've almost died from my thoughts. I know I have been to the worst places I have ever been to because of my thoughts. And I need to be clear that those thoughts took me there. And when we come to a place on a meditation retreat, we slow down a little bit, we start seeing our thoughts. These thoughts start making more noise. And then, like Andrew said, it's not necessarily good news, but it's good information. It's like, oh, that's what the mind does. That's the habitual pattern of the mind. So instantly, like, did not take me long to see some of these harmful thoughts just walking into the retreat before we even went into silence. I, I saw uh, Sister Soma, old friend, good seeing her. And as I'm going through, the, you know, settling into the retreat, seeing her was awesome. And then I go to my room and I open the door and it like swings open and like slams against the wall. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like making all this noise at the beautiful retreat center and I'm not mindful. They're going to know I'm a phony, that I'm teaching this retreat and I'm the guy that's slamming doors and not mindful. And then audibly out of my mouth came, you fucker. <laughs> and then it's like, damn, like how often do I say that to myself? You fucker. Do I carry this around with me? Because it must be a habit that I'm doing in my day-to-day -day life. And then we come to retreat and we see some of our terrible habits. You fucker. And of course, like, after doing it, it's like kind of, you know, I laugh. It's kind of funny that I did it. But I also want to take that seriously of like, don't do that. <laughs> so these are the thoughts that we want to move away from. We want to move away from the grasping towards pleasure that isn't here. We want to move away from the pushing away and hating the experience that is here. We want to move away from the resentments of our minds, you know, that somebody took your cushion and you want to obsess about how terrible they are for taking your cushion. Don't do that. So stop these thoughts. No longer think thoughts of greed, hatred, or resentment, okay? The end. <laughs> But that does happen, like I said, as we sit in these experience and the mind, or my voice even says, you fucker, that we can come to terms of understanding this. I think this first part, and this will be piece by piece, this first part will be just a simple concentration practice, that we want to concentrate the mind on loving kindness towards ourselves. And um, 
And we, we can understand on this end of these helpful, these skillful thoughts that we want to replace these thoughts that lead to a lot of harm in our lives. We can replace them with helpful thoughts, thoughts of loving kindness that we purposely incline the mind with. May I be at ease. May I be at peace. May I be kind and gentle with myself. May I be filled with loving kindness. And over and over again, we incline the mind towards loving kindness. And then whoop, the mind goes into the judging, the resentment, the harm. And then we go, oh, I remember I'm supposed to come back to ease. And taking this seriously, though, when we find ourselves lost in those moments, uh, the Buddha gave us a few images to go by. Like um, one image, let's say you go into your room and you go into the bathroom, you look in the mirror and there's a poisonous snake wrapped around your throat. What do you do? Oh, you fucker, get off. That's what we want to do when these minds are poisonous snakes in our minds. You fucker needs to get off. Get out. Take that snake off your throat. Get it off. No, not going there. And there's like different analogies here that we can take this seriously. That there's a story about, um, this story has been elaborated in so many ways. So uh, let's see where it goes. That there's a story of a prisoner that was getting out of prison but they wanted to make sure he was okay to go out into the everyday world. So they took some, some guards out with this prisoner that was going out into the world and took him to a fair. Doesn't that sound fun? The, the guards taking a prisoner to the fair. But when they were at this fair, they wanted to make sure that he had his mind right. So they put some hot oil on top of his head. And um, if, they, if he spilled any oil, they would chop his head off. And so as they went through this fair, on one side, there was all sorts of sexiness happening, all sorts of dancing and all sorts of, of, of that sort of thing. And um, he couldn't look to one side to go grasp onto the sexiness. So they, he, if he did, he dropped the oil and his head would get chopped off. But on the other end was some brawlers, some, some chaos. And, and he couldn't go and be in disgust of the, the chaos, he'd have resentment towards the chaos because he'd spill the oil and his head would get chopped off. And that's the seriousness of we, what we want to take here because our heads will get chopped off if we go towards grasping and hatred. So we want to stay put with ease and mercy. Let's have some mercy on ourselves and knowing how much trouble we can get ourselves into if we fall in line with these thoughts that lead us to a place of harm. Get obsessed with the hatred, get obsessed with the greed. And it's a merciful act to be like, I'm not going to create harm anymore. I'm going to come back to loving kindness. So simply coming back to a loving kindness phrase rather than getting caught up in the obsessive thoughts is a merciful act to yourself. Be kind to yourself. I'm not going to go into those obsessive thoughts right now. Let's go back to the phrase. And then the third wholesome mind state we look at is this renunciation. Renouncing over and over again. I don't know how many of you had to quit drinking, smoking, doing drugs, doing this, doing that. It's a hard job to renounce these things. And what we're trying to do is renounce 
the mind that creates suffering. So, how? How? And I, I have this serious tone. You're going to get your head chopped off. There's a snake on your throat. And it's like, well, how is almost like the opposite. Chill out. As Ajahn Brahm says, relax to the max. So, we put this intentional effort to relax into effortlessness. That we develop this ability to soften into that easefulness. Putting diligence into relaxing. Putting effort into the effortlessness. I want you to enjoy this retreat. I want you to have a good time. And for me, most of my good times are ruined with a shitty mind. So I... First, let's start with our mind. Have fun in your mind. May I be at ease. What does that even mean? Getting ease. Cultivating ease. Softening the body. Nowhere to go and nothing to do as your mind goes into worry about work next week. No. No, I don't have to do that. Let's come back to ease. Let's find loving kindness here and now. It's pleasant abiding here and now. Ease. May I be at peace. That peace has like a lot of wisdom in my experience. That peace will understand. Yeah, there'll, there'll be some difficulties. Yeah, I may get a stomach ache from the food or I may, uh, you know, have to wait in line or crap in a toilet I'm not used to. May I be at peace with this toilet I'm not used to. Being at peace with peacefulness, approaching all conditions with peace. May I be kind and gentle with myself, sweetening up with kindness and gentleness, that we can hold ourselves in a certain way. Gentleness. That we do push ourselves, we push ourselves with gentle assertiveness. We keep showing up to the meditation to find ease with gentleness. May I be filled with loving kindness. Filling up the body, the heart, and the mind with loving kindness. So, um, I'm looking at the time. How about we do a, a, a guided meditation as we introduce uh, loving kindness towards ourselves? Sound good? So, I want to give you permission. Permission to say not right now to the mind. Find yourself lost in thought, not right now, mind. Concentrating the mind on these phrases. And of course, the mind has a mind of its own, and it will wander. So be merciful with that, and come back to the phrases over and over again. So finding that upright supportive posture, taking the awareness inward by allowing the eyes to close or having them at a soft gaze in front of you. And maybe we can start with some deep in and out breaths. Just 
just in through the nose and out through the mouth. Just relaxing the body and the mind with deep in and out breaths. What a kind and gentle act towards yourself. Nice deep breath. And just over time, releasing the breath and allowing the body to return to its natural pace of breathing. And we can rest in this intention of easefulness, that there's nowhere to go and nothing to do no problems to fix, completely unburdening ourselves. And as Ajahn Brahm says, relaxing, relax to the max, relax to the max. So feeling into this body and relaxing any points of tension held, giving this body the gift of ease, by softening, softening the brow, the eyes, the jaw. In moments of stress, the shoulders can get really uptight. But just communicating ease towards the body by allowing the shoulders to relax. Feeling the weight of the arms resting and the hands resting. This beautiful state of rest that arises when we release. Feeling into the belly, bringing loving kindness towards the belly. That the belly can get nervous, it can get tight with stress. Just softening the belly, bringing loving kindness towards the belly, easeful belly. And feeling the point of contact with your seat, scanning throughout the legs all the way down to the feet. Now I invite you to bring awareness to the forefront of this body, the heart, feeling into this heart space. Maybe even envisioning that you're breathing in and out from your own heart. If it feels right, maybe putting your hands on your heart, caressing this heart bringing some sweetness, some tenderness, holding this heart. The intimacy that comes with touch that we can provide towards ourselves. Connection, 
of a loving act. And just allowing your heart to be held, softening your heart into your own hands, letting go, allowing it to be held. As we breathe in and out from this heart, we can rest our mind on the phrase, may I be at ease. May I be at ease. May I be at ease. be at ease. Just having faith that ease will come to you if you rest your mind on the phrase, may I be at ease. As the mind wanders, not right now, not right now, mind, may I be at ease, not making a problem out of the wandering mind, just guiding it back to may I be at ease. Next, transitioning to a phrase of peace, introducing the heart to this new friend, may I be at peace. May I be at peace, may I be at peace, over and over, silently resting the mind on peace. May I be at peace.
breathing in and breathing out, stilling the mind, stilling the heart with may I be at peace. Breathing in and breathing out, welcoming in, may I be kind and gentle with myself. May I be kind and gentle with myself. May I be kind and gentle with myself, resting the mind on the phrase, may I be kind and gentle with myself. Breathing in and breathing out, softening the body and the heart, welcoming in the last phrase, may I be filled with loving kindness, may I be filled with loving kindness, may I be filled with loving kindness. So these are the phrases we can take refuge in that will protect us from the harmful thoughts. Trusting in these phrases, coming back over and over again. May I be at ease. May I be at peace. 
May I be kind and gentle with myself. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be at ease. May I be at peace. May I be kind and gentle with myself. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be at ease. May I be at peace. May I be kind and gentle with myself. May I be filled with loving kindness. the mind naturally wanders, guiding it back, coming back to the phrases, finding a home in these phrases. That peace will come, ease will come, gentleness will come. Loving kindness will come when we take refuge in this moment. A pleasant abiding here and now that we discover through may I be at ease, may I be at peace, may I be kind and gentle with myself, may I be filled with loving kindness.
putting in the effort of effortlessness. Coming back towards ease, peace, and gentleness. kind and gentle with myself. May I be filled with loving kindness. Coming back into this body, softening any points of tension held. We can end with some deep in and out breaths. Mm-hmm.